Welcome back, guys. And we are back in the swing of things. School is back in session. Lots of questions, concerns, learning routines, creating schedules. All could definitely be overwhelming. So how can you cut down on unnecessary repetitive questions? Connect with your students. Listen in for three ways to connect and hopefully lessen some stress in your classroom. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. Now, don't forget to leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I would love to hear from you. Hit that subscribe button. And also want to let you know that I'm going to start doing discovery calls. I want to be able to inspire you and support you. So these will be coming next month. And if you have any questions, please feel free to email me, diane at behaviorstrategiesforclass.com. So one other thing working with your students is that you will have some students who are definitely going to be testing you, testing your limits, testing to see, are you really going to follow through on what you say? And that's as easy as just getting the routines in your class, um, the process of say, going to the bathroom, You know, are you going to be um, consistent? Are you going to be making sure that they're following the rules, following the process? You definitely will have kids pushing on that. And obviously not just the first week of school, but always, I'm sure. (laughs) So we have definitely had a lot of... uh, challenges in our class and I am back working in the behavior program excuse me the behavior program at my school and they definitely are testing testing the limits and especially because I'm new in this program at this school 
you know, they want to see if I actually know what I'm doing and if I actually know the routines. And so it has been fun. Um, you know, I've just had a few things thrown at me already and called the B word and it's fabulous. I love these kids. They are fun, but yeah, definitely staying consistent, encouraging these kids and letting them know that you are there for them. You're there for them. And so I want to encourage you to use nonverbal hand signals. So this is one way that you can help lessen the stress, that you can help the students know what's going on, what they need to do, and gives them confidence that they know what to do. So nonverbal hand signals I've talked about before, like the bathroom. Uh, there's a sign language uh, for using the bathroom or needing to use the bathroom. And a lot of teachers have their students just raise their hand using that signal. And then they can just nod and acknowledge that they have seen it and that they can go. And then you have some that you have to sign out when you go to the restroom. Some teachers have like a pass. When they're gone, they have to put it on their desk. Uh, some teachers uh, just have to start. Some students have a timer that they need to turn over when they go to the bathroom. So those are just little different techniques that some teachers use. But they're all pretty much nonverbal. So once the kids know the routine, it's a nonverbal you don't have to stop always, you know, in the middle of your lesson and ask, well, what do you need? Why are you raising your hand? You know, if you just have to go to the bathroom, just do this. So that eliminates a lot of unnecessary, I would say, conversation. And eliminates, you know, stress for you when they're constantly raising their hand and trying to ask a question that you think according to the lesson. But no, they just have to go to the bathroom. So I would say nonverbal hand signals help out a lot. And that can go for even, you know, if someone's talking when you're trying to talk to another student or even when you're giving your lesson, you know, it's just the quiet sign, you know, putting your hand over your lips, reminding them like it's not your turn to talk. It's my turn. And all you have to do is give that nonverbal. And obviously, you know, you will at times have to verbally address whatever the student is saying or not or doing. But as students begin to learn you, learn about you and your routine and how you teach, you know, sometimes you could just give them a look. <laughs> and especially as moms, we have the mom look and just letting them know like now is not the time. Or you can wait. You know, there's actually a hand signal for wait as well that some people, you know, some teachers can use. I haven't seen too many teachers use that, but that's a simple one too. Sign language of wait. And obviously shaking your head no. 
you know, kids pretty much know what that is. So using nonverbal signals definitely helps cut down on some of your stress, lets the kids know expectations, so you don't have to constantly be redirecting or telling them what they need to do. And that was the other thing I was saying as far as the bathroom sign out, um, like where are things around your room? You know, where can they get a sharpened pencil? Where can they sharpen their pencil? Where do they put all their book books or pencils, markers, erase, you know, all that fun stuff, supplies that they need in class. Do they have a place for that? What is their morning routine? Do they know what they need to do when they come into your class? And of course, you know, I'm sure some of them will need reminding. But just getting, I think, routine. Again, I know I just did a a podcast about routines and the importance of that. But this is just to reiterate that it is important. When they know what to expect, they can live up to those expectations and know what needs to be done. And that gives them confidence and comfort, really, in knowing that they're doing what they're supposed to be, that you're doing what they they know you need to do. So making sure, again, that your clear expectations for your classroom, the routines are clear, that they need to know your schedule's on the board so they know what's going on for the day. All of those things help you run your classroom as smoothly as possible. And we all know changes are going to happen. Schedules are going to change. We had our student hit the fire alarm twice the first week of school. So our whole school got in the routine of fire drills pretty quickly. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. So obviously learning all of those things and those are definitely not scheduled. And then of course we had to do our regular scheduled fire drill and get the routine and our assistant principal had to remind people like, Okay, this is our scheduled time, so everybody does need to go outside. Like, <laughs> Anyways, so those are fun things. But again, learning the routines, getting those schedules, using your nonverbals to communicate, those will really help your classroom and help your students as well. And then, of course, building those relationships. So not only you building those relationships with your students as you get to know them, but also encouraging the students to know each other. And I've seen a lot of uh, relationship building this last week as well as teachers are taking time, you know, as they're sharing routines, they're making their class charter, And they're letting students share, you know, what are a few of their favorite things or what do they like to do or what do they struggle with in school or what do they don't want to do in school. Having them all share together helps them build relationships with each other because obviously all these students, they're going to be together for the next nine months. So building that relationship 
is really important to having them connect as well as you connecting with your students. And then what are other ways that you are connecting with them? Are you doing a lunch bunch? Are you hanging out with them maybe at a recess time? Are you playing games with them? Are you sharing some of your favorite things? So again, all of these are just building and laying the foundation for your class and letting kids know that they are welcome, that they are cared for, no matter how different some of them are. And I know I was in one fifth grade class and and so they were kind of um, team building and working together on what they want their class charter to be. And one of the girls said unity. And knowing that they are all different and they all come from different backgrounds, but they can be united because they're all there for one purpose and that's to learn, to grow. And I thought that is so awesome. And kids are so smart. Like they see what they need. They really do. And how can they really connect more to each other and understand each other in the midst of being so different? And obviously that's okay. So I thought that was awesome to hear that. Like they're seeing and knowing the importance of of that unity with their classroom. So again, I want to encourage you with using three ways that you can connect and lessen some stress in your classroom. And that's using nonverbal signals, hand signals, a head nod, any of those things. And that is um, knowing the class routines, having schedules on the board, And then thirdly, building those relationships. Whether it's a morning meeting, it's the end of the day connection, and obviously during the day as you're working together, how are you building and strengthening those relationships with your students and then your students connecting with each other? So all of these are helping maintain behaviors in your classroom as well. So when the students know what's expected of them, they know what's coming next. Most of them are able to keep themselves in check, to keep their bodies in control, and be able to go and be connected with your class and be able to engage and I just want to continue to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing, to continue to be connected with your students, with their peers. Your students need you, and it's going to be a great year. You're going to continue to do awesome. And I want to also leave you with Rita Pearson's quote. We can do this. We're educators. We were born to make a difference. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week. 
Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and U, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University bit.ly slash behavior ppu the number four and the letter u if you're interested also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free the number six for free these will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out and i leave you with this Every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.